Welcome to the Within Us podcast. My name is Ozzy Jankovic and I am your host. I'm so excited that you are here. This is season two and we are delving in to purpose-driven entrepreneur. What does it take to really actualize your creative vision? I lead you on a step-by-step process so that you can implement your ideas, put your creative visions out into the world in order to create impactful and profitable businesses. Whether you're just getting started or you're already in business and looking to stay inspired and up-level on your journey, this is the show for you. Jotsna is a best-selling author, book publisher, TEDx speaker, and is an international author success coach who helps coaches, trainers, speakers, and experts to build a super profitable author funnel with the help of their book. She founded Author Success Academy to help aspiring authors finally finish their book, get it professionally published, market it into a bestseller, and use that position to grow their business. So far, she's helped over 400 authors from 35 different countries through her global publishing agency, Happy Self Publishing. While Jatsna isn't working, this mom of two kids also loves to dance, run, plan her next solo trip, and she's a passionate advocate for educational rights. We are gonna talk about all of this today. And I am so happy to have you here on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Razi. So nice to be on your show. Welcome. Why don't we go ahead and start out? There's so much to talk about. I'd love to hear about you and how you got into the work that you're doing. That's a crazy story. I was never into publishing industry professionally. I started out my career in the retail industry. So I used to work in all these different brands in the malls. So that's where I started my career. I worked for about five years. It was quite a good, I would say, progress in terms of my career. But after five years, I kind of felt that I'm not really using my potential to the fullest. And while I was thinking about it, my bad boss, who was not really very kind with me, actually helped me. You know, He was like the trigger for me to finally decide to quit my job because it was just you know, driving me crazy. And I decided, let me just take a break and see if I can start something on my own. So this was about nine years ago. So I thought, let me just give entrepreneurship a try. But once I got into it and I started experiencing the freedom, I decided never to go back to a job ever again. So my first job was related to my career. I was doing staff recruitment for the retail industry. So I thought, wow, But from the very first month, I was beginning to make money. So a lot of people scared me that, hey, this is going to be risky. It's not for everyone. You're the first person in your family doing this. So always have a plan B. But luckily, that went really well for me. And I thought, yes, I've made it. And then the biggest change happened in my life. I became a mom. So Mm -hmm. within two years, everything started to get crazier than how it was before. Because here I was having this new business that was growing and I have a new baby. I had no idea how to balance the two. And that's when I thought, should I just give up this business that I had built with so much passion or just be a stay-at-home mom? What do I do? So I thought, why can't I do both? Why can't I just create a career and grow that as well? Because I've always wanted to be successful in my professional life and also be a, you know, mom that I'll be proud of myself. So that's when I was just searching online. How can I do something online? So right now, everybody is working from home. Everybody is getting adapted to this online life. But back then, only a few 
people, especially in countries like the United States and Canada and Australia, were doing a lot of online related businesses. And many things were completely unheard of in my part of the world. I live in India. So I was just learning from all these different experts online. And I came across this concept called self-publishing through Amazon. So this sounded very cool. A lot of people were making lots of money. So I thought, wow, this is going to let me work from home just from my laptop. And I initially, Azi, I did not have the confidence to write my own book. So I would just hire ghostwriters. And in a span of six months, I published 50 books. I would just just choose a... (laughs) Yes, these are books that today, if I look back, I'm really not proud of. But these were topics that were really in trend, topics that people were searching for online. So I would just pick the right topics, just give it to a writer. They would do their Google search, put a book together in about five days. No big deal. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Back then, the funny part was not many people were doing this. And there were people looking for eBooks online all the time. So these books were actually selling. So the revenue that these books brought for me, Azi, made me actually realized that, okay, this is going to be the next thing for me. And I closed down all the other stuff that I was doing. And I started to focus on self-publishing. But then somewhere I was feeling kind of empty because I could not connect with any of those books because I was not an expert in any of those subjects. Then I thought, okay, let me now take the chance to write my own book. And I wrote Job Escape Plan because I thought if I had done one thing properly in my life, that was to quit my job and start something on my own. So I was not super successful, but at least I was a few steps ahead of people who are still struggling in the wrong job. So I wrote that book. And that's everything. That's everything. It's being a few steps ahead and being generous enough to share your process with the people who can benefit. True. I love the name of the book. Thanks, Azzy. My goal was if 100 people would read my book, that is more than enough. That is what I was thinking. Okay. So what a journey that you started self-publishing with Ghosters. And then you decided to write this book about really breaking out of your job and breaking into something else. So that sounds like it was really a turning point for you. Absolutely, Azi. I wrote this book, I think, five years ago. And I can clearly divide my life now into before my book and after my book. Because after I published my book, that's when people started noticing that I am doing something from home. I started getting opportunities to speak on podcasts radio. I got interviewed in newspapers, magazines. So people were noticing my work only after I came out of my shell and wrote my book. And as a result of that, Azi, I got a lot of inquiries from people because they wanted to also publish their book. Because for many people, writing your book is one of your bucket list items, right? For many people. So they started reaching out to me. They were there in my network. They knew me for years, but they did not know I was doing this. But after my book came out, they asked me if you could help us with putting this manuscript together and publishing it. So that's how I started Happy Self-Publishing. And after that, I've only been now helping other authors to publish their books. And it's been such a fulfilling journey. Incredible. So you wrote your 50 books and then you pivoted on a topic that you were really passionate about. And that sounds like it was the turning point for the work that you're doing. Absolutely, Azi. Once I decided to start sharing whatever I knew, however little that was, people started to reach out to me for help. And that triggered me to start Happy Self-Publishing. And it's been in the last five years, we've helped more than 500 authors now. So I'm really, really blessed. And I'm grateful that I took that decision to come out of my shell and write Job Escape Plan. What an incredible journey. I'd love to hear more about 
how you help authors as well as how you've built this company. Sure. So initially, I was just trying to help authors with whatever resources I had. So back in the day when I was doing this ghostwritten books, I had already created a team around me, a team of editors, cover designers, formatters, website designers, and all these people who could be of help to authors. So when authors reached out to me, I thought, I was not sure if this business idea would work, but I thought, let me just start working with people on a contractual basis. Instead of having them on my payroll as employees, I was just having them as freelancers whom I could just outsource these tasks to. So if an author comes to me with cover design requirements, we would do the covers. If they wanted editorial services, we would do that. I was just having one assistant who was like the project manager doing all of that stuff, you know, being the point of contact between my clients and these freelancers. So that's how we started, Azi. But now we have evolved because with all the lessons that we've had in the last five years and the experiences we've had, both good and bad, we have realized that we now kind of know what exactly authors need. And based on the different goals that authors have, we have different publishing packages now. So people come to us at different stages. If they've already written their books, then they only need help with publishing. So we take care of all the professional help that they need to self-publish their book. And this is what makes us different from a publishing house. Because typically in a publishing house, they would select a manuscript based on what they think will work in the market. And then obviously they will give a very small percentage in terms of royalty to the author. And the rights also usually remain with the publishing house. But because I enjoyed the benefits of self-publishing, we decided that we are not going to be a publishing house, but we will just be a service provider for authors who want to self-publish. So even till date, we do not publish any book in our account. We make our author clients to open their account in Amazon and publish it there. And we let them keep all the rights and royalties. We just handhold them through the publishing process and help them to get it published. So this is for people who write the book and come to us. But there is a vast majority of people who are the experts in whatever they do. They could be parenting coaches, business coaches, they could be weight loss experts, whatever. But they have that knowledge, but they're not able to transfer it into a book, either because they don't know how to do it, or they don't have the time, or maybe they don't have the skill. So we also have other services like book coaching and angel writing, where we just interview the author, just like how you are asking me these great questions, Azi. Our writers would ask these questions in a Zoom call, which is spread over a few sessions. And we would take all these inputs from the author so that their voice is retained and we write the book for them. So this is how our company has evolved now. This is so incredible. Wow. And what a useful array of services that you provide. I speak with so many people with phenomenal ideas and they really have trouble getting it out onto paper. So this sounds like an incredible solution. I'm wondering along the journey of this self-publishing and putting the ideas out into the world, do you ever come across people who think they have an idea? They might feel blocked. They might feel afraid of speaking their voice to a large audience. Oh, yes. All the time. So they reach out to me and then I don't hear from them for the next six months because internally people go through a lot of struggle. They know that they are meant to put out their book out in the world because either they have got some result for themselves and now they feel like sharing it with the world or their friends keep coming back and asking them for advice time and time again. So they feel that instead of individually giving the solution, let me just put it into a book. So they have all the reasons to write a book, but there is this inner voice, right? That 
pops up every once in a while. And it happens to all of us at some point of time. It tells you, hey, when there are so many books out there already, written by so many other experts who have many more years of experience, what qualifies you to write a book? Do you have a PhD in that subject? No. So what if you put out a book and you get a lot of one-star reviews on Amazon? So these are some self-limiting thoughts that would usually stop authors from putting their books out there. And then I follow up with them a few months later, and then I ensure that they come on a call so that I can help them, you know, break all these beliefs which are stopping them and actually put that book out there. That is so phenomenal. And so what would you say to that person who knows that they are being asked by their friends or their community or even strangers through social media to give over their expertise or give over their experience, but they don't have, you know, perhaps the advanced degree, they don't really have that confidence. Why would they then feel compelled to publish the book and how could that benefit them in terms of a source of say revenue or in expertizing? They don't even have the confidence. Where do they start? Right. So somewhere deep within, they know that they have to write a book. That's what they're meant to do, but something is stopping them, right? So what I tell them is what I actually told myself when I pushed myself to write Job Escape Plan. See, at any point of time, we can either compare ourselves with people who are ahead of us and get intimidated, or we can look at people who are behind us, maybe just a couple of steps behind us and see how can we be of service to them. So when we think that it's our job to help people reach the place where we are right now, And probably for those people, they may find a new author who has just started out more relatable than an expert with 30 years of experience and multiple degrees, right? We'll just be a few steps ahead of them. So it's very clear from the reader's point of view that they will definitely want to read your book. But the author should believe that, hey, my job is just to serve these people who at least want to reach the place where I have reached. And therefore, it's my duty to help them put that book out. And you also asked, how is it going to help the author? So this is something that is also really going to help authors shake all that fear because the purpose should be really clear, Azi. A lot of authors just have this as a wish list item, then it's never going to happen. But if you're very purposeful about how this book is going to change, not just your reader's life, but also your life as an author, that will really drive you to write your book. So for some people, it could just be, you know, this can be like a tribute to my mom. And that's why, you know, I just want to make her feel proud and they would write a book. But for some people, they have a proper business strategy behind the book. They would feel that, hey, I have helped myself and I've helped just a couple of my friends. But if I put a book out there, a lot more people will get to know about my work. And those who are serious, who really want to take that action, will not just read the book, but will take my coaching program or would hire me as a consultant or engage with me at a higher level so that they can benefit out of whatever I have to teach. So that is a great way to connect your book with your business. And when people have that level of clarity in their thought, automatically they would you know, forget about all those fears and they will go ahead and write their book. Right. Absolutely. We are speaking the same language. It's so interesting. I remember learning in education school that there is an expert novice problem in education anytime we're learning. What does that mean? It means that a novice in any subject is actually going to be able to learn more effectively from someone who's closer to them in the learning process. So exactly as you're saying, this new emerging author who might not be at the top of their field, their language is going to be more relatable 
to their readers than the expert at the top of the field. So it's really about, in my opinion, being a bridge, Mm -hmm. having the humility really to be a bridge and speak to those people who are a few steps behind. I'm actually curious to know, did you have these thoughts ever cross your mind while writing your book? Oh my goodness. Okay. So when I wrote my book, I very much fit the description of the person who felt called to write a book. And I wanted to share some of what I had learned in my spiritual journey and my personal growth journey. And at the same time, I am a female and I live in a culture that is, I wouldn't say that it's patriarchal so much anymore, but in the world of religion, Mm -hmm. the authority figures in the religion are male in Orthodox Judaism. And for me, that felt really intimidating knowing that I didn't have like a rabbinical degree, just like you were saying, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had that PhD in Torah studies or spiritual studies. Mm -hmm. And so I felt intimidated speaking as an authority figure. And it used to wake me up in the middle of the night. I mean, for a good six months, it would wake me up in the middle of the night and I would be concerned. And what if I write something wrong? And it was really holding me back. And little by little, I spoke with expert after expert who really affirmed me, helped me edit the book. And I think that, you know, it's exactly what you said about writing your first book and putting yourself out there. It opens so many doors when you have the courage to get into the arena rather than having all these ideas and keeping them to yourself, putting your book out there, even if it's not your New York Times bestseller yet, even if it's not, you know, the best piece of work that you think you'll be able to write in five or 10 years from now, it's putting something out there and it's making a contribution. So I'm so happy that I was able to work through those things. Wow. I'm so glad you're sharing this, Azi, because this is something that a lot of authors feel. They'll, they'll say that, hey, I'm not prepared yet. If I have a couple of more years of experience, I'll put out a better book. And that is definitely going to happen. Five years later, 10 years later, we will be better in whatever we are doing. But if we procrastinate that project by five years or 10 years, we are not serving all those people who might have needed our service in those five to 10 years, right? So I feel it's an injustice to those who need our help by procrastinating our project. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I believe that once we discover that we have something to teach, it becomes a responsibility to share it and to teach it. Yeah. And thanks to self-publishing, nothing is written on stone. An author can always go back and put out a second edition of their book a couple of years later and make it better. But that should not stop them from putting out the first version in the first place. Oh yeah, absolutely. Funny self-publishing story is that when I first put out my book, Beyond All Things, I shared it on social media and discovered the first day after it was uploaded that there was a glaring mistake, okay? (laughs) After having like seven different editors look through the book, we had overlooked the use of the word carbon dioxide in place of oxygen, okay? And I was mortified for 37 seconds until I realized I can just go in there and I can change it. And it really is. It's such a luxury. It's such a gift to have that ability. So true. So tell me a little bit about the author funnel that you speak about, because I know that a lot of our listeners are either considering writing a book or perhaps they've written a book with a publisher or independently, but they're stuck at the marketing 
they're really stuck at the place of marketing this effectively. How do I make this visible on the internet? How do I get my book into the hands of the right people who need to utilize whatever services I'm providing? Sure. So this is a common problem that most authors face because most people come with this idea that their book should sell millions of copies for them to call the book a success. But that is not true. Even if you sell a million copies, that is just the tip of the iceberg. You could actually do so much behind the book. And that's where the author funnel really plays an important role. Even if 100 people buy your book, if it is in the hands of the right people and you have an author funnel ready, it can really, really make you millions in the back end. So let me explain the few steps in the author funnel. So a mistake that authors make is they have a business which could be coaching, speaking, consulting, training, or anything related to their expertise. It could even be products. And they have this book. And these two are two separate things and they fail to connect the two. So what one must do is they should understand that the book is probably the first place where somebody is going to discover you and read about your expertise. But they may forget about it after reading the book because they get busy with their lives. So we cannot expect our readers to Google the author's name and find out and come and visit your website and reach out to you. Once in a while that can happen, but most people will not take that extra step. Therefore, we need to have a mechanism to reach out to our readers. And Amazon doesn't give us the names and emails of people who are buying our book. So the best way to do that is the second step in the author funnel. So the first step is the book. The second step is where you give a free bonus inside the book. And that should be such an irresistible bonus. And it should be really valuable that people end up asking for that bonus by leaving their name and email on your landing page. So this could be something as simple as a checklist or an action guide, something that's related to your book, like an audiobook or a cheat sheet or a resource guide, something that can add more value to the reader. If you can just I put love it in that. a you know, smart uh, one-page PDF, that will give them a quick win. And also it gives you their contact information. So once you get that, that's when you start feeding them with more and more value in terms of sending them your podcast episodes or blogs or videos. So that way they are in connection with the subject that you've taught them in your book and they're getting more and more value. And then in the third step, you offer them a product or a service that has a paid value, but not too expensive. It can be as less as $97 or $47, but just let them open their wallet and pay you. So it could just be a mini course, an online course, or it could be a consultation call, something that will make them trust you and buy something from you for a lower price. So a lot of people will do that, but there will be some people who really don't want to do everything themselves. They would rather hire you as a one-on-one coach to guide them, handhold them. And those will be moving to the fourth level in the author funnel, which is the premium value level. The premium value level, let's do the math. If 100 people read your book, maybe 20 people will ask for that free bonus and join your email list and watch your videos and podcasts. From that 20, maybe five people will pay something of small value and join your paid level. And out of that five, one can join the premium level and become your premium client who's paying you $10,000, $20,000 for your one-on-one coaching. So that's how the author funnel works, Azi. This is so exciting. Can you share a story of an author who came to you mm-hmm. and went through this process successfully? Oh, many of them and in different industries. But let me just give you a quick example. So we had this client, his name is Dr. Manfred. He lives in Barcelona in Spain. So when he was writing his book, he was writing a book on fitness. 
It's called uh, From Healthy to Athletic. That's his book. And he was just looking at fitness as his passion because he was working on his own body for many years. But he never did it as a profession because he was a full-time employee in the IT industry. But while he was writing the book, he kept asking himself, how can I help my reader more and more? And as a result, soon after he published his book, one good thing he did was he already planted a free bonus in the book. So people were able to join his email list, but he did not have anything more to offer them apart from these free bonuses. But soon after he launched the book, he started creating one thing after the other. So he first created a fitness app where he could just upload his fitness programs and people would join a monthly membership. So some people started to join that. Then he partnered with a company that manufactures fitness products like all these merchandise, right? Like caps and t-shirts and all that. And he would brand it with his brand name and he would sell that as an affiliate. So that was the next thing. The third thing was he started selling health supplements on his website because now he has started building followers and they wanted his opinion on which protein shake to take, you know, what's the best health supplement and things like that. So he was selling that. And now during the COVID times, he started doing online training sessions. So I just recently had a chat with him and he was so happy to say that he's going to quit his IT job because now using the book, he's created four different business verticals and they are giving him enough and more to become financially free soon. That's absolutely incredible. And I love what you said about the way he started, how he didn't even know what the first offer was. He just had the one bonus and he was just collecting the email addresses. And from there, he was able to figure out what he wanted to offer next. So it really sounds so doable. And I hope that everyone listening will get in touch with you. So I'd love for you to share with us where we can find you and what you're offering and all of that good stuff. Sure, Razi. The best place to find out about Happy Self-Publishing and our work is happyselfpublishing.com. And right on top of my website, I have a great bonus for your listeners. So that's called the Author Success Scorecard. So this is like a cool self-assessment. Just answer 15 questions and it will give you what's your author success score. And it will kind of tell you what are your chances of becoming a successful author and what do you need to do to increase your score? So that's like a good way to boost yourself and motivate yourself to go ahead and publish your book. Phenomenal. So happyselfpublishing.com. And of course, that will be in the show notes. Wow. This has been so educational. It's been so wonderful having you on the show. Same here, Razi. Thank you so much for this opportunity and all the wonderful questions you asked me today. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Within Us. I'm so glad that you're here. Your time is absolutely precious and it means so much to me to have you here and to have you as a part of this community. If you're interested in more content just like this, be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening. You can also rate the podcast and leave a review. And if you shoot a screenshot of your review straight to me, Ozzy at drozzy.co, you will be entered to win a partial scholarship to a mastermind or my brand new program. I'd love to hear from you and stay connected. The free Facebook community is absolutely incredible. It's called Your Creative Legacy with Ozzy Jankovic. We have posts and threads and an incredible free three-day retreat coming up where I will walk you through the exact steps that you can use to create your unique 
course or program. I have the great pleasure of working with so many entrepreneurs over the past year and a half doing exactly this, and the results are astounding. Your voice needs to be heard. So join me in your Creative Legacy Facebook community. You can click the link in the show notes and I will see you inside. Until next time, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are meeting yourself with kindness. See you next time.